Folks from Sub-Zero Italian Ice, as promised, brought us an assortment of Italian ices. Looks good. You hear my tongue? It's swollen from being so cold. <laughs> you know how hard it is to gavona ice in four minutes? Yeah. It's like all sitting in my throat now. Uh, delicious. Absolutely fantastic. 813-803-0620. Sub-Zero Italian Ice. They bring it to you. So if you have a party or you have a, uh, a car dealership, you're on a, a lot somewhere, or you're having a fair... And you need ice, people, Sub-Zero Ice. I'm going to get it up on our Instagram and on our website, 813-803-0620. They brought us all kinds of flavors, and we will try them all out. Carmen, yes. when you put them in the freezer, mm-hmm. put a sign on it that says, Poison, do not eat. Okay. So nobody touches them. Deal. What do you got? So I think this is the Big Boss, where it's the cherry, watermelon, and lemon. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It looks really I, cool, I don't too. tell my daughter, but these are way better than these cheap-ass snow cones I'm making. <laughs> Uh, thank you to those folks for coming in. And again, I'll put it up on our Instagram. Will one of you please go get Michael Costa and bring him in the studio? Michael's going to be at Sidesplitters this weekend, tonight and tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, we're all, I think, going to the hockey game. Yeah. You're going? I'm going. I'm going. You're going? Yeah. I got some new gear. You do? Blackout gear, yeah. You got a blackout jersey? No, Still not a blackout jersey. I went and bought a uh, black uh, lightning at t-shirt. The mall? Yeah. Very nice. Michael, hey, how are you, buddy? Great. Thank you. Look, for you look me. like you look like uh, in person. If Rob if Rob Gronkowski wasn't retarded, yeah, <laughs> you look like his that's, smarter brother. That's what my bio says. <laughs> retarded Rob Gronkowski. How are you, buddy? Great. Would you like an ice? Uh, I don't know what radio stations usually have when you go there and do radio. Well, you clearly got my rider. Yes. <laughs> uh, you said you said fourteen of them. Yes, right? you, of course you can have one. Pick a flavor. Eh, just smell it. Yeah. What uh, do you do? Red, well, red like cherry. One of them have like ketamine in it? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> We can put some in there. We were, I, was, I was talking on the air about how there's this place by my house that's got me obsessed with eating ices. Yeah. And then these guys called and said, we have a mobile icing. And I said, well, quit talking about it and bring in some ices. So great? they did, yeah. Isn't that great how some, you, live in a, you have a job where when you say things... Turn that mic on so I can hear you. There you oh, go. are we on? Sorry. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it great where we? you have a job where when you say things into a microphone, things show up? Yes. Yeah. I was one time on stage complaining about my hairy back. I'm not kidding. And then this guy comes up to me afterwards and he goes, hey man, I own Laser Away. Uh, do you want some... <laughs> While you're here. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I do. So now I got a nice smooth back thanks to Laser Laser away. So oh, nice. you do, you went in laser? Yeah, this was in LA, and um, yeah, you know they shoot the hair off your back or whatever. One session? No, it's six like sessions. Yeah, yeah. But I just it made me laugh that I you know I have a job. My friends have real jobs, right? That I could say something into a microphone and then I get this. Crazy, oh, yeah. I get to get laser shot into my body <laughs> yeah. for free. It's so, a magical power. So that being said, you know what? My penis is a little small <laughs> and, um, and lonely. <laughs> and lonely. <laughs> Uh, well, I ice went, is delicious. It was good, right? Yeah, I went good. on vacation a couple of weeks ago and for spring break. Yeah, and I went and got my back waxed. Nice because uh, I'm it sucks, too, right? 
Well, it's not as bad as you would think, <laughs> but I, I'm mostly concerned with, like, I'm Italian, so I get, like, patchy hair. Yeah. I don't have, thank God I don't have that, like, that blanket of hair that most yeah. Italian guys have, which is odd because my legs look like I have no hair. Right. But my the, back is completely hairy. I mean, what's the genetic purpose of that? No, did, to keep did, you warm. Did I we guess. have cold backs? Was that a... Yeah. I would think that the blanket of hair would be better than the patchy of hair. I'm yeah, sure the yes. women are just loving this conversation. <laughs> huh? the, the, the women have gone through their own patchiness as well. Poor Dina Stefano when I was in high school, she was beautiful, but she had a full-on mustache. Yeah. And they did not have laser removal then. No. And she just had to either put that smelly bleach cream that my mother used to yes, use. Yes, yeah. Or, or walk around with it. Poor Dina had a mustache. Do we all have... A memory of our mom wearing the bleach oh, cream? Yeah. We do. Yeah. But how is that even a... Isn't uh, that funny? Uh, you I, know was, what? I was thinking the other day, I used to watch my mom get dressed all the time. And yes. it, but then I was also three. I'm not like, you know, I wasn't right. I wasn't a sophomore in high school. Right. But it is funny how this memory sticks with us. Um, I, the thing is, is that now, like, <laughs> when do you draw the line? I have a 12-year-old son. Right. And my wife's like... There. I think you draw it at 12. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> she, he's not like, hey, let me come in. Right. But she's always like, don't come in I'm, I'm dressed but that just started now yeah like at 11 it probably should have started and i can only i'm not a parent i can only imagine you're like i made you yeah so you're gonna you know it's uh, it, 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 you you have ownership over this person yeah oh yeah. Well, it's big like, time it's wonderful i could sit in any part of the house and forget something in the other room be like oh child Go get that for me. It's nice to hear that still exists because that's what my dad. That's why my dad had four kids. Yeah, to go. Yeah, to go somebody do... rake the lawn. Somebody get the remote control. Somebody help your mother. I'm and pretty somebody... good. I'm pretty good with not making them do like like my son's job is to do the garbage. Yeah, and he forgets every week. And I go, <laughs> listen to me. You forget this week. I'm taking your phone away. Yeah, and he forgets. I don't think his phone. Yeah, away. I'm like because I, I know that sucked when we were yeah. kids. So yeah. I don't want to make him do. They got phones now, right? Oh, oh yeah. My son could launch a space shuttle from his bedroom. I'm pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> I don't know what the equivalent was for me. I mean, grounding, but that was okay because you got to hang in your room. It was. This that, is such a powerful to- tool. Right. It's a, it's a supercomputer that we're giving these children. Yeah. And how old do you think is too young? I mean, this is a question for parents. Right. I I don't I don't As think I I don't think I should have this. <laughs> you know, I, I'm 39 years old. The, what I do on this is not appropriate and not. I mean, you know, like as a non-parent, how how old are you? And when you're disgusted to see me buying that for yeah. my child, yeah, because I saw like a four-year-old getting a phone one time. It wasn't an iPhone. Yeah. I was like, that's just dumb. Yeah, that's I, dumb. I feel like that's dumb. I mean, I also have memories of. Being done with baseball practice, I'm from Ann Arbor, Michigan, safe city, great city, but being done with baseball practice at 3.30 and then waiting three hours for my mom to pick me up because we had already planned on the pickup was at 6. I didn't realize practice was over early on Tuesdays or whatever it was because I was 11. Yeah. So then I'm going, wait a sec, this would have been nice. Hey, mom, I'm freezing and a weird man is staring at me offering to buy me ICs on the radio show. But... uh, so, I, you got to say middle school, right? Isn't that when it should kick in? I think anytime you're like leaving them alone like that, yeah. Like, I, I don't remember how old my son was. Do you? I would say he was probably about maybe like fourth grade or so. You know, because at that point he was doing stuff. That's ten. But then that's also when they start to think about sex. I, right. And then this is also. Can you, you care about that? Think about it. My, I always tell everybody. Yeah. 
um, everybody's like, oh, you let your kids watch that movie? And I go, yeah, you know, my dad took me to see Porky's in the movie theater. Yeah, and look right. at me. Fine. Right. Never You're been fine. arrested. Right. <laughs> that was Porky's, though. They're seeing a lot more. In my son, it, I, I would tell him because I grew up, I went through I go, listen, I get it. If I yeah. had that, yeah. I would be looking at that stuff, too. But Correct. Cool out on it. You yeah. know, and just try, try and I mean, say cool out. Cool yeah. out. That's like, hey, take a chill. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my mom unexpectedly decided to clean out some stuff in my room and, and she wasn't that kind of mom. So was, I always felt like, you know, I, we always had to clean our own. But she found like 40 Sears lingerie <laughs> catalogs <laughs> underneath my bed. And I'm like, wait a sec, that's exactly the same as what I'm afraid of. Yeah. I mean, I know that you can watch different stuff on here than the Sears cat, but my imagination would go way worse than what you actually watch on True. there. Yeah. So, and also, think yeah. about it now. I think about all the things that I've seen in when you find it, you're supposed to find it. That's yeah. just how I feel. That's a good way to yeah, put it. Yeah, like that's a when you when it, when you got smart enough to seek it out, yeah. then you're supposed to see it. I always say sports solves a lot of these problems. If 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 you are a little bit weird or a little bit creepy or a little bit something. The locker room, usually someone on the team punches you in the face once. Yes. Right, yeah, or if you yeah. say something you're not supposed to, the captain hits you. In the, I'm not saying that that's like, but it, it if, if you can try to get your kids in sports, they don't have to be good at sports. Right. But there's something about this pack mentality sure. that starts to kind of police us a little bit. You're absolutely right. Because if you went up to a guy in the locker room and said, you know, I can take that hair off your back, they would right. punch him right, right, punch in, the right in the face. Day, right yeah. right to bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get my back waxed and I couldn't take it anymore. How often do you I go? wanted to bring back this topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's important. That we, so that's why uh, the laser thing works. It's crazy. And I would think down here in Florida, this oh, is a got, very popular. We got laser. We got yeah. laser. My wife does it. Okay. But I don't, uh, I never feel the need. See, first of all, I'm fat, so I'm never going shirtless at the, right. at the beach. Smart, okay. Wearing like a tank top or something. <laughs> so really all I need to do is concentrate on the, right. the patchy shoulder areas. Right. I mean, I do the whole back, but that's what I'm really concerned with. But I, it doesn't, it didn't hurt me. The girl who does it is not wasting time. She's like, psh, psh, yeah, psh, psh, psh. So that's correct. So once you go into a production, they lay it out. Right, and they whisper into your ear. Yeah. <laughs> Although I would not be upset if my back waxer, and I don't mean the specific one, I mean anyone, also says, oh, you've went through enough pain, turn over. Yeah, 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 yeah. a little, little, I, I'm... <laughs> it's very intimate, the whole back It almost, thing. The, the, the happy ending should almost happen after more difficult spa procedures, <laughs> as opposed to the relaxing <laughs> yeah. massage. Like, I'm really good after the massage. <laughs> right. I'm in great shape. comfortable, yeah. Yeah. Chill. But, like, if you just, like, threaded my eyebrows, that is <laughs> what I maybe need a little more of a happy ending. I just want to do 20 minutes of vicious yeah. ripping of my yeah. of my skin. I want a happy ending after I do my taxes. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Something chill me out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, this is Michael Costi. He's going to be at Side Splitters tonight and uh, tomorrow. 8 and 10, 15 tonight. The dreaded 6 uh, p.m. show tomorrow and then 8 and 10, 30. <laughs> and we always give comics a hard time about that. Cause you should. To, but they all say it actually ends up being really good. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what. For an average person, that's an ideal time. I don't want to eat yeah. and then come to your show because I'm tired and I fall asleep. Yep. Uh, I want to go to the show and then go out to eat. So that actually works out. Comics complain about the 6 o'clock show because that means we have to wake up at 5 p.m. that day. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right about the 6 o'clock. I used to hate the 6 o'clock as a younger comic, and now as a 39-year-old, I'm kind of like, this would be kind of when I would want to go. Because right. you could get the show in. And, 39, huh? yeah, it's almost over. It starts, it starts to happen. Yeah, six months. I'm going to be oh. 40. So what, which, what, what do I have to expect for that? Single and? Uh, I'm not single. I'm oh, married. So yeah. yeah oh, just yeah. no kids. I'm sorry. Yeah, no kids. Yeah. Well, which is good. basically the same thing, right? <laughs> yeah. No kids? Yeah. yeah, you can still do what you want. Right. How long but, have you been married? Uh, two years. 
Let me tell you why your marriage is going to last forever. Okay. <laughs> because you leave every week on a it's Wednesday. It's so important. And then you don't come back till Monday, <laughs> yes. and she's just starting to miss you. Yeah. And you could do weird stuff on the road, and you'll never know. That's exactly right. Yeah. Thank you. You hear don't that? You hear too, that? She's not listening. <laughs> don't get too famous, because then you're going to get outed everywhere. Right. You know what I mean? It's bad enough now people are going to recognize you. Maybe take a couple of videos. But uh, you can roll into it. Good advice. Unless you own the Patriots, you could roll into a massage parlor and get a little action. Why was that? Why why are we... Why was that such a big thing? Because everybody hates the Patriots, right? No. If that was any other owner, I was like, the guy... It's not only that, his wife is dead. Yeah. It's like he's a rich billionaire with a dead wife. It's not even like he's cheating on his wife. It's it's It's, because... Here's why. I'll tell you why. It's not because of that at all. Because we all said the same thing. Here's a guy, if anybody deserves to go, his wife's dead, yep. and he just wants a little action. It's because everybody thought, because he has so much money, right. he should have a higher he caliber. Higher caliber. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm trying to explain to people, especially at his age, he's not looking to fall in love. Right. He's looking to get his day started with a little action, and yeah. be like, now I'm chill for the yeah. day. It's like people get up and smoke pot early in the morning. Yeah. They're like, all right, now I'm ready for the day. I yeah. can't imagine going, no. but and, if you give me a little morning action, now, now I'm chill. And out of all the people who probably wouldn't recognize him... Right. Is some Asian lady in Florida <laughs> who has no right. idea about right. the Patriots or anything. Although so. now we find out that it's tied into that area and Trump and all yeah, that. And I think that's kind of why they really, yeah. they really went after him. But also, do you know how he got to be a billionaire? By not spending thousands on escorts and going to the <laughs> Thai massage parlor. Yeah. These guys are good with their money. They, re- they yeah. recognize value. Can you imagine? I don't, I'm going ma- to guess. How much do you think... Like a regular massage is going to cost you easily a hundred bucks with the tip and everything, or yep. maybe a little bit yep. more depending yep. on what you get. So what's a what's an Asian massage? Now I have gone to the Asian massage places before, because but I went with my wife. Yep. And uh, nobody gets some little grubby uh, toes yep. into my muscles like they do. They yeah. stand up and hold. Oh, pulse. amazing! But right? Even that was like sixty bucks. Yeah. So if I'm Robert Kraft and I walk in there and I'm like. <laughs> Here's sixty, and here's four hundred and fifty dollars for your time. Right, he's like their best customer. Oh, I mean, who's you, not even the human traffic ladies? Like, well, bring that guy back in. That'd be worth it. According to the blogs I've read, uh, it's sixty <laughs> for a massage, and then forty for the extra. You know, perfect it, deal. It, 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 perfect deal. So, right, he's probably giving at least twice. Yeah, and they protect him, but then the problem is they didn't protect him. And, yeah. And really, FBI, is this what we're focused on? I know. Yeah. Right? Who's the- well, they went under I mean- the guise of uh, of trafficking and stuff, and then they didn't find any trafficking right. at but, all. But there, but plenty of the FBI agents are wearing body cams, receiving services. Like, yeah. the body cam thing was real creepy to me. Mm. There's body cam footage of Robert Kraft. I'm like, is this? I know. For some reason, I feel like this is all going to tie back to deflate gate. You know, yeah. you're like, we really wanted to get the truth about if those right. balls were deflated. Had they not won the Super Bowl right. this year, nobody would have bought it. You find out the guy leading the whole thing lost a bunch of money on right. the <laughs> right. Um, right. Now, tell me about The Daily Show. How long have you been doing that? I've been on The Daily Show a year and a half. Uh-huh. Uh, I was living in Los Angeles for about 10 years and then got the job and moved out to New York. It's great. You, I mean, you it's, audition for that or they say, hey, we, we like to look for comics who we think would be a fit well, for the show? Well, there was... Um, Jordan Klepper was the correspondent on the show at the time, and then he left right. to do his own show. So there was a white male 
position open. Uh-huh. So I was in L.A., and I was like, you know, uh, in, in a time where, where, where people aren't as excited for hiring white males in entertainment because we've had them for 300 years, <laughs> I was like, this is a position I think I'm a, I'm, I could maybe get. So they, they opened it up for auditions, and I sent in an audition, and then... What did you do? Did you I, I did or interview? Or yeah, you... they no, they ask you to do like a three-minute uh, desk to camera uh, right. and something that's in your voice that that you write. Okay, that's so good. yeah, so I did a, I did a thing about gun control and uh, you know how, um, y- you know, look, we, we should our, our gun. The Second Amendment, I believe, should evolve like all laws, and, and and we could put some more common sense into it. Anyways, that was the piece. Right. It was three minutes long. People who love guns on the internet, relax. <laughs> or in this uh, room. Or in this <laughs> room. Yeah, perfect. No, it's all good. Well, what's interesting is I, I, I believe the piece about guns, It people who, who love guns and don't love guns seem to all agree on it. Anyways, so that was the first piece. Uh, it needed to be something political, something in the form of Daily sure. Show. And then they brought me back. For, um, they brought me out to New York to do an audition, and then I did a piece about how... Uh, which I thought was a little ballsy because our show is liberally skewed. I, I did a piece about how crazy liberals are actually worse than crazy conservatives, and uh, they seem to like that. Oh, and good. now I'm on the show talking to you guys. Yeah. So um, it's very, very fun. I have a day job as a comic. That's right. unheard of. I have dental insurance. That's sweet. <laughs> nice. Uh, and I was just talking to uh, to Matt off, uh, uh, earlier about it. You know, we cover politics. Right. Uh, it's the best time in the world. It's the best that. time in the world. It's also heated and difficult. Yeah. And we have tons of different personalities and opinions in our writer's room. So every day you go to work, and it's not like we're talking about 50 Cent declaring bankruptcy. <laughs> we're talking about voter suppression in Georgia or whatever, and it gets hot. Like, yeah. it gets heated. And so you 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 are exhausted after work. Uh, uh, but but it but it's fun and it's engaging and it's like it's great to go to a, a, a workplace every day and feel challenged and to learn stuff. Sure, and, and also and, want to punch a wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do it with a bunch of other people that are funny, and that's got to be a great outlet for it's, it's great for any comedian. Uh, Roy yeah. Wood, are you friends with him? Oh yeah, Roy. Oh, we don't like him. Yeah, we don't <laughs> like him at all. Yeah, he says hello. Uh, I. Yeah, I mean, we have an office right next to each other, Ronnie Chang. I mean, the the six correspondents, five of them are stand-up comics. Right. So, uh... Now, you know the rule about The Daily Show. I don't know the Everybody rule. becomes more famous than the host. That's so right. you are on your <laughs> way. Okay. To I mean, the, the, the track list of correspondents there... It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, and when you get the job... It's this immediate euphoria of oh my god, there's going to at least be something in my obituary. Yeah. You know, it's like because you know for 15 years you do stand up comedy and like no, they spell your name wrong, yeah. they never know your name, or you show up at the wrong place, whatever. And so finally, it's like okay, there's something in my obituary, and then and immediately it's just panic of I have to be good at this uh, without know, yeah. appearing to be too ass kissy. I'm just being yeah. honest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot of times when you get a guy who's a good correspondent doesn't necessarily mean he's a good comedian. It could be kind of funny, but sure. like you say, fit a role. Sure. Very funny comedian. Yeah. You do, but, uh, but thank you very much. Galvin turned me on to you, and I watch a lot of the stand-up. Your stuff is very, and very like up our audience. You don't have to like The Daily Show to like your comedy. Right, yeah, because I was going to ask you that, because you don't do a lot of political stuff, so yeah. that's pretty much just Daily Show. My stand-up comedy is not, I, y- you know, I'm trying to make everybody laugh. Yeah. Right. You know, and so our, the, the, the Daily Show, we, look, we have to do, it's like you guys. And you have even more time to do. We have to do a show every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to fill thirty minutes of time. What well, do you, you shouldn't have called it the Daily Show? Right, shouldn't really. have called that. Yeah. That's a mistake. Yeah, I know. Um, no, I I'm from Ann Arbor, Michigan originally. I pride myself on always being. I've always felt like I had a good grasp on 
the whole country. Yeah. That's important to me. Uh, Ann Arbor, if you know Ann Arbor, it's this weird little progressive city in a pretty rural, you know, in the Midwest area. So I felt like I, I'm friends with everybody and blah, blah, blah. But my, com- my stand-up comedy is not political. Um, but The Daily Show, it obviously is. Now, what's funny is we posted a video of my some of my Daily Show clips here in Tampa to get ready for this show, and yeah. some of the comments that came back, I mean, people down here <laughs> hate The Daily Show, and that made me laugh. It was pretty funny. So, I, yeah. I have to tell you that Trevor Noah rubs you the wrong way if you don't if you don't like him he appears to be like kind of a, a complete douchebag i don't know him at all I, I mean i don't know him at all yeah and he may be the nicest guy but he just appears like a uh, like a douchey guy so it's a it's a turn off to me not that the show isn't good sure so i think that's i think that's a lot of the reason why people assume that uh anything is like him or like sure. he's the face of the show he's 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 one of the more professional nicest people I've ever worked with. Right. I mean, I have done like all the talk shows and you don't even meet the host half the time. Yeah, yeah. He sits and talks with every guest before the show. He cares so much about his job. A lot of people are mad at Trevor because he's not John Stewart. And and he will openly tell you, look, I can't there's nothing I can do about that. Yeah. Uh but I, I encourage anybody, give the show a chance. If if you love John and you haven't watched the show, give the show a chance. And if you don't like the show, guess what? It's okay too. Yeah, I uh, I gotta <laughs> tell you, I find myself to be on the complete opposite end of the political spectrum. Yeah. But I love a funny show. Yeah. Like, I'll watch some of this stuff yeah. sometimes and laugh. Uh, I think John Oliver is also hilarious. I don't yeah. agree with anything he says, right, but right. I, I love his show. So, you know, that I, takes it's a, funny's funny. That takes a comic maturity, an adult maturity, to be able to say that. Some yeah. people, and I'm talking about everybody, <laughs> we don't agree with the joke and we get so mad. Right. Just Let's just enjoy the joke. joke for the yeah. second. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, anyway. uh, this is Michael Costa. You uh, know him from The Daily Show, mm-hmm. but his comedy is also great. And he's doing uh, two shows tonight, and uh, sorry, tonight eight and ten fifteen, and tomorrow six eight and ten thirty at Sidesplitters nine six zero eleven ninety seven. Now, how you've been married for two years? Been married two years. What's funny? If I r- real quick, yeah. I used to play professional tennis, and professional. I, professional. Now, what does now, that mean? You now, made money let, from it. Let, let, let me okay. let me rephrase. My career high ranking. <laughs> 864 in the world, okay? Still. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a ranking. But yeah, exactly, great. I made $11,000 over four years. <laughs> now, for one year of that, when I was on tour, there was a coach coaching out of Hillsborough Community College, and uh-huh. I used to train right here in, in Hillsborough Community no College kidding. off of Dale Mabry, and on the on um, train all day, there's a bunch of clay courts, a bunch of hard courts. I think they still are there. Yeah, I don't, behind I'm, the Legends Field. Okay, though, I'm yeah. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to drive by. I just got in late last night, but I'm going to check it out. Anyways, at night, I'm 22, 23 years old. I used to write little jokes in, in a notebook as a kid, but that was it. At night, I used to go to side splitters and watch the comedy oh, no as a tennis player yeah. and just go like, oh, my God, they're showing clips of me playing tennis. Hilarious. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Uh, that's funny. Uh, good job, team. Whoever whoever's doing that. Um, See, Galvin, he does a good uh, job. He does a good well, job. If it's old clips. Of it's course old he clips. Is. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the first one that shows up. And it's just a simple YouTube search. Actually, it could have just been a bot that did that. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, so it's so weird for me because I was a tennis player then, making no money, twenty three, no clue what I'm going to do with my life. Thought that was going to be it, but I, I I couldn't win any matches. So here I am, twenty whatever years later, performing at side splits. It's kind of a crazy comeback around that like, situation. I, I, yeah, I, I, I was. It's so funny. Because I was going to ask you, so if you're 39, yeah. when John Stewart's Daily Show was on, you were pretty young. I was young. I mean, I remember as a kid, 
laying on my family room floor watching Craig Kilborn's bit. Oh, oh we yeah. Loved, we and loved, loved it. And he, yeah. his arrogant, w- straight white male sensibility just, I mean, it's probably one of the reasons I'm in comedy. Love Kilborn. Look in the mirror. You know, you do a monologue in a mirror. You yeah. know, not even to the camera, <laughs> right, looking at right, himself. Right, yeah. uh, so I, I loved that. And then um, John Stewart's Daily Show Towed this great line of John is sometimes was sometimes too smart for me, yeah. uh, but then the correspondence would come on and just do the dumbest, dumbest, dumbest stuff, and that's what I really fell in love with. And yeah. that's thankfully the show now I get to like do what I call silly smart. It's is usually smart, but the, the, usually it's just really stupid and silly, and that's, yeah, why, that's but, it's super yeah, fun. And that's and that's great. Yeah, um, I just always wonder what that's like when you are watching a show and then now you're on it. That's, it's that's it's terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying, and it gives me goosebumps when I walk into the Daily Show every day. I put my hand on the office door and I open it up and I look at security and it, it, it gives me goosebumps. Yeah. It doesn't mean I don't hate half the people I work with and, uh, <laughs> you know, I've had diarrhea in the restrooms and uh, com- commuting is pain every single day. But, uh, no. Oh, talk it's, to me about that. Where do you live? Uh, I live in Williamsburg, uh, the Brooklyn area. Right. And I take two trains. I, I came from L.A. If you know anything about L.A., it's like no one really works that hard. Weed is, is legal. Yeah. Life is nice. I go to New York. Before 9 a.m. every day, you get kicked in the nuts six times. I mean, it is just problem solving every minute of every day. I mean, I I get to work and I'm exhausted. I've just yelled at a taxi driver. A bicyclist just threw his ham sandwich at me. I kicked a little kid who's holding balloons and I'm late to the subway. New York is hard. Yeah, I know you got New Yorkers down here, it's but a it's big—it's a big adjustment from LA. It sucks. Yeah. It's and I'm wet. You're always yeah. wet every <laughs> every every day. You're wet. You know, it's like uh, it's summer. I'm uh, it's sweating. My ass is wet. Armpits wet. Fall, you put on a jacket, then the sun comes out. Like neck is wet. My head, you know, backpack wet. Winter, all these clothes, and then the subway, the heat, the heat. Yeah. My balls are wet. <laughs> you know, spring, raining. Wet. I'm always. Uh, you're always wet. And, and, and miserable. Uh, Governor Cuomo is in line, too. No more Big Apple. Then okay. uh, their slogans now in New York, okay. you're always wet. <laughs> <laughs> always. Even uh, Amazon moved to New York. The most successful company in the history of, the, of civilization moved to New York. And after two weeks, they're like, we're out. We can't do this. We can't do this. Too much. The homeless guy just puked on us. Uh, I, I tell you, I grew up not in the city, but I grew up in Staten Island. And oh, I you would, grew up in Staten Island? Yeah. I would think that... When you achieve a certain level of success living in the city, that would be a great life. It is. I don't want to live there now. I don't want yeah. to raise my kids there. Yeah. And I don't want to be poor there. Yeah. But if I'm on TV, yeah. I think I live in the city and I love it. I I think kids that grow up there can do whatever they want. This is true. I mean, it's that. like this is like it's like being raised in the jungles of right. Vietnam. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like once you've done once that, you've done, yeah. yeah. Um, I will say this. I get real tired. I have friends that are way, way rich and way famous, and they always say, oh, it's the greatest city in the world. I'm like, you have a four-bedroom condo right. on the 55th floor. Of course it's the greatest. You're not even yeah. in it. You're right. above it. You float above the city. Take take the 7 train to the L train and then walk to eight blocks every day carrying all your bags. That's that. That's what real New Yorkers you do. You need a better agent. You, you need to better. negotiate some car service. In I, that I should do a car service, but yeah. I also like, you know, there's something about the grit. Now that I'm in the city and I go somewhere else, and it's like, I need it to be harder. I, driving here, I saw pelicans. I'm like, yeah. this is too easy. <laughs> Why is there beautiful water everywhere? The sun is out. Do you know I drive here about 35 minutes every day? 
don't recall any of it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I lift my head one time on the like, way, and I'm constantly te- texting, texting the whole way. Or yeah. watching TV in my yeah. car. I don't, I don't look up one time. Does the, does the car let you know if you swerve? Or, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, let me fine. know when it hits another That's car. That's why he got the biggest car <laughs> to Hummer. Oh, I'm going to hit the other geez. car. I don't care. I love it. I'm, there's nobody really on the road. There's a couple of cars, motorcycles whizzing by me. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I, you know, that's the thing. I, I'm so chill on the way yeah. to work. It's, there it's are some life. days that I get here and I can't recall how I got here. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I'm like, well, I'm here. Isn't yeah. that crazy? I must have driven the whole way. This is why, like what you were saying earlier with the merit with marriage, it's important to get out every once in a while because, you know, I'm not, I, I don't come here very often and you do, you do appreciate, oh, look, there's the ocean. Oh, a dog track. I haven't seen one of those in yeah, 50 years. This will be interesting. I hear those aren't sticking around, though. The tracks no, yeah. are, but the dogs aren't. So they're just so going to race st- what? Will they do gambling inside <laughs> there now? OTB, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I have to tell you, you just gave me a great... I'd be a great idea. Yeah. We need to do an event where we race got- something else besides dogs. I mean, you guys should race. Yeah. The, way, the way you were fighting earlier about about the audio versus video feeds and oh, all that oh, stuff, man. that was good. Did you just go out there. <laughs> I love the drama sometimes. Uh, but so there's going to be just an open, empty dirt track. So like in Hillsborough Avenue, and I'm sorry, not Hillsborough, on, on 275 and uh, Sly area, I think there, where there was a dog, there was a, a track over there, a dog track, the Tampa Downs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, it's still there, but they haven't had racing there in 10 years. Right. There's a poker room upstairs, and you could bet on other things. So that they got And they the, show it all. They yeah. show all the, yeah. from around, right. the, you know. It's, right. it's yeah. odd. Don't but you ever that's... feel like those are pre-taped? <laughs> I always feel like I always money. feel like they assess who's who where the money is being and they go okay number six needs to win this time yeah. play the one where sick number six wins <laughs> I never trust those uh, this is Michael Costa he is at side splitters all weekend long uh, where were you on TV already when you met your wife uh, not really I was I was performing stand up comedy at the Just for Laughs comedy festival and I knew it was going to work out because I bombed on uh-huh. Canadian TV is she Canadian uh, she's Canadian uh-huh. and uh, I didn't get a laugh and then she still seemed interested in me and I was like either she's really stupid and this is going to work <laughs> right. or she didn't see my set either way this this can work by so, the way if she's good looking and really stupid that's a great combination no, it's perfect yeah, it's perfect yeah. she's right in that like the unicorn area uh-huh. you know uh, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, she, you know, as as a wife or partner of any artist, quote-unquote, she's seen me perform a million times all over the place. She she likes it better when I don't do well. I mean, she's like, she... It, it, <laughs> The only it's like it's like a comedy club waitress. The only time they really laugh is when you suck, mm, you know, yeah. and you're like, oh, that was, must have been a terrible joke. They all just laughed at that. That, that that's what it is. A wife for a stand up comic. She's like, man, that looks really rough up there. We were laughing at you. Does she yeah. ever think she's funny? She's not really tried. Doesn't really try yeah, to do it'll that. Come eventually, right? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, I could probably do this too. What does she do? Does she works. She works in wine. She's a wine importer. Oh, she's she gets them drunk. I tell the jokes. Very so, good yeah, combo. Yeah, it's a good combo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, how long you been married? Oh God! Uh, we just had an anniversary. It was nice. Okay, sixteen I, years. I shouldn't have put you on the spot. No, okay. What's the key? What's the key? Huh? Uh, Distance hit her, hit her a lot. Hit her. Yeah, that always helps. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. God knows. Yeah. I don't know how. I'm, I don't know how anything successful in my life happened. It just happens. I've got kids. That's a good. That's a that, good. Yeah, kids helps. I asked my parents. They've been married forty, ooh, forty-five years. I asked them, and you know, what's the key? And it's funny. You got to ask them separately. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You can't. You know. And my dad said distance. I traveled a lot. The same kind of thing. Which I was. I was very honest. <laughs> um, they also had four kids, which I think really shows that they don't love each other. Yeah, they, they just need, need to be distracted. Yeah. yeah. Or this was like. <laughs> now you can't leave. You can't yeah. leave. Right. They. Uh, my parents. A funny story. We grew up in Michigan. 
very middle class, you know, had everything we needed. But then uh, they retire all of a sudden to New York City. Why? How did that Columbus Circle, three-bedroom apartment. But we walked in the apartment, and we go, what, what the hell is this? You know, I can't go to soccer camp in 1996 because we didn't have enough money, mm-hmm. and now you got a three-bedroom apartment? You know what the answer is? They're spies. They're spies. They're spies. That's what, it, I, that's what I was getting at. Secrets. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I wasn't getting at <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, so, so they, they're spy, they're spy, they must be Russian spies. No, I don't know what the hell happened. I think they got some money somewhere. Yeah. But we didn't see it. But why did they, why New York? They're from upstate. Rochester area, which that's a great place to retire. Yeah, that's what I thought. Right. Go up there, you can get a, a, a former Eastman Kodak mansion with nine bedroom mansion for like ten bucks. Uh, no, I don't know. They're in New York. It's crazy. They they walk everywhere now. Yeah, they, they drink. I I think they're having separate affairs with other people. I mean, or it's like, they it's like they're, or they're swingers. It's either spies or swingers, or maybe it's or swinger, swinger spies. spies. Swinger yeah. spies. <laughs> Something with an S. Would Something you be with an S. upset to find out that they are swingers now? They're enjoying that lifestyle, mm. but they mm. do it respectfully, and they hid it from you guys for all these years. <laughs> Would you care? Man, that's My a good My parents were divorced when I was very young, Yeah, and... You know, friends always try to bust on each other. Like, oh, I banged your mom. I'd be like, I don't care. My mom's <laughs> been my mom's been single since I was four. She could probably use a good bang and do right. what she got to do. Right, right, right. So, I, but when married, uh, married, like if I found out my parents are swingers, mm. that would weird me out. I think. Would you rather have your parents be arrested for selling? Uh, stuff to the Russians as spies, <laughs> or be arrested for having a big swingers party? No collusion. Um, oh, I would much rather they not be selling secrets to the Russian spies. So I mean, they just have sex a big is sex. Swingers party. I mean, I yeah, I, I'm everybody okay. Everybody gangbangs your dad. Yeah, oh, I want. Oh I want. I mean, yeah, I'm okay with it as long as it isn't a Russian spy. Yeah. <laughs> in Man. New York, as you know from there, in New York, you do bump into people sometimes that you don't expect to, or you see people doing shady things that are friends of yours that you know are trying to be covert. Oh, I've seen a lot. It happens of that. Yeah. all the time. It's happened to me where I've been trying to be covert. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's like Sarah, someone I work with. This yeah. is so embarrassing. It's just because everything's out in the open there. So you see stuff. And I was well, the other day I was like, I saw a guy like kissing a girl on the on the subway platform. And it vaguely looked like my dad. And it he kind of had the hat like my dad did. And it, I, I don't know if it was my dad. I don't think it was my dad. <laughs> but I was thinking like that would be weird. That would be weird. To you see your dad. That. Or even worse, your mom. I don't know why it's worse. Gender equality. Gender's fluid. Relax, everybody. See, I don't know that uh, feeling. Yeah. My parents are yeah. I mean, I, I'm used to if I see my dad kissing abroad, I'm like, "Way to go, nice dad. Yeah, right. Like, but if I it's mom, know. it's like you. Even though, even you, though mom, I, yeah. I don't want to see it. But uh, yeah. yeah, but your parents were divorced. My parents early. have been divorced yeah. forever, right. so I don't know what that that feeling is like. Uh, but I can imagine that It'd if be you weird. call your dad, what do you do? You say anything to him? <sighs> I would. I would. I would love to sit down with my father one on one and go. Can we just honestly talk about monogamy, temptation? Sex, partnership, sure, that won't ever happen. Yeah, and unless he's listening today, and I told I told you him to listen right now. Yeah, I'll I'll get him. I'll <laughs> get all the answers out right now. If you but want. that is just—I feel like fathers and sons should have this conversation. We don't. Here's a risk. I'll tell you this. Here's a risk. I have a great relationship with my son. Granted, he's only twelve, but I believe that my son can knows that he could talk to me about anything. Yeah, and we have a really good. We talk a lot. The day that he comes to me and asks me what you say, I have to go, I'm not going to be honest with him about this. Yeah. I'm not going to tell yeah. him I want to bang all his mom's friends. <laughs> you don't want to ruin that. I don't want you to put your sleeve in that. Uh, I, I, uh, I don't, I don't want to ruin this. You know, I, I remember reading 
I have a daughter too, and I remember reading a lot of things about when you have daughters. Is like don't ever yell at your wife in front of your daughter and all right, that stuff. Right, and I and I really don't. I mean, we obviously we have Just arguments. Shake her. Yeah, shake it real hard. Yeah. <laughs> but but the thing is, is that now do I tell my son? Yeah, I mean, mom and I have been great. I don't cheat on her, but man, I've wanted to bang wanted to every chick, and yeah. you'd be surprised how much dad masturbates. He's <laughs> yeah. you know, and Carol, I got a thing for yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. well, this and this is the age old conversation of honesty. You know, it, yeah. it really can be oftentimes more harmful. Right. Yeah. 75% honest is always right. a good gauge. Mm-hmm. You need but to you lie also, a little bit. You need to lie a little bit. You got to also prepare your son for what's going to happen. I would have loved it if my dad was like, look, you're going to meet somebody, you're, you're going to fall in love with them, and you're going to want to crush every single woman that you ever see, mm-hmm. especially when you're just down in Tampa for two nights. Right. But um, <laughs> yeah. if some uh, jerk didn't bring it up on the radio, I'd probably go get a massage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Honesty's tough. I was in the car. Honesty's tough. I was in the car. I was taking my son home from football practice the other night, and my wife and I, she called me up, and we were arguing over money. It wasn't really, but she was yelling at me about something, and I was like, I told you I was spending this. No, you didn't. Nah, nah, nah. Finally, right, I was like, I, right. I'm seeing a little while, and I hung up the phone, and, and I didn't say anything, and I don't want to fight. And I just go, man, sometimes she's a little much. Right. Like, I wanted to be like, sometimes she's a fat C word. Right, right, right. And, uh, <laughs> oh and I had to point out, C word, yes, fat no. Right. Uh, and uh, but he I'm, didn't say it. I didn't. That say was it. the point. I just went. I just went <laughs> right. Sometimes she's a little much. Yeah. And he goes. He looks at me and he goes. Uh, I mean, I don't understand why she's even arguing about this. It's ridiculous. Like we're poor. And you go, and I went, oh right uh, yeah, come on, brother. Yeah. I was like, I go. Yeah. That's, I, and I looked at him and I go. That's marriage, son. Yeah, that's marriage. That's, that's it, good. So, you know, yeah, I go. That's how it goes. And they mimic. Uh, they mimic uh, the parents, right? Yeah. So you, that's why you don't see me hit her. You know, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would. I, I never. feel like I have to point this out. I've never hit my wife, even though she's threatened to uh, <laughs> cut my face while I'm sleeping if I ever cheated on her. Right. And I often say on the air. And to her face on the air sometimes that uh, it would be easier to have her killed than to get a divorce. Right. <laughs> so I forgot to tell you this. So I'm playing blackjack, in, and I went on vacation. I'm playing blackjack with a buddy of mine and my wife, and we start talking about divorce and stuff, and he had been divorced in a big divorce. Yep. And I said, I told you, that's why it's always better to have her killed than to go through the divorce. And the dealer, who didn't say a word the entire time with her accent, goes, maybe it'd be easier to kill yourself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And I was like, well, you're not getting any more. Oh, that's, that's it for you. Yeah. That, that Lorena Bobbitt documentary is interesting. on Amazon. I think it's on Amazon. Yeah. But yeah. it's, uh, you know, literally took matters in her own hands. And that yeah. is like, it's crazy. It's, I don't know why this is, bringing, this is coming to my mind right now. But it kind of is. Talking about beating yeah, up your wife. Yeah. Up and killing, and killing. How about this, though? Okay, yeah. And you're too young. To really, this poor guy, he's got he's got the ices everywhere. are big. Like, <laughs> yeah. The ices are big. Now. Let's just leave it here. Uh, remember this. Thank you. Is Lorena Bobbitt cut off her husband's penis because he was an abusive husband and yep. had compl- And then that was the biggest story for like the next three years. Right now, we must get a penis cutting story once a week, and we're like, oh, I'm going to talk. Well, about you guys that. would know that better than me. Do we get a lot of penis cutting oh, stories? Yeah, it yeah. happens always. Something. Well, there certainly was a lot after that. That uh, by like the third one after that, you were like, yeah, all right, no yeah. big deal, right. It's almost to the point, like, with the shootings. You're like, yeah, there was another yeah. shooting today. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. I'm not worried about that while I'm sleeping. Good luck trying to grab that and cut it while I'm sleeping. <laughs> it goes in his little home and takes I mean, a little I, sleeping I, nap itself. I'm worried about <laughs> someone going to a school and doing a mass penis cutting. Oh, <laughs> my God. No, dude. If that happens, it's going to come back on you right now. If this happens, they're going to blame you and your spy parents <laughs> yeah. for this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, they're, oh, they're showing it now. Great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Great. Uh, you know... 
that was just such a visceral story the first time you heard it because really as a man we have two things we have our penis and we have a watch yeah if we choose to buy and she just eliminated one of those foundations of manhood and uh I, you know. Do you think she lured him in with a, I'm about to love you with my hand? Or Because if I'm sleeping and my wife touches my leg, I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah, right. Are we right. trying to cut it off? I'm ready. Like, uh, yeah. You're in the bullpen the as a man. Way. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. There's what? no way I would have let her get close enough, long enough to get that done. Uh, I can tell you that right now. I was he drunk what, at all at the time? Do we know? I don't remember. I didn't it, know. That it goes into great detail on at the documentary. And if I remember correctly, he was drunk. They had sex, excuse me, she, what the, she said he raped, raped her, her, okay? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's something they, they differ on, I, I believe. And then it was like he fell asleep, and then she, she went and sliced it off. Gotcha. Threw it out the window. Yeah. Uh, they found it. Right. And right. then they reattached it, and then he was in a porno, yes. which I watched Frank too many minutes yes. of when I heard that. Yeah. Do you think John Wayne, the actor, was like, why do you have to use the middle name? Tarnish yeah. right. the middle name right there. Oh, great uh, story. Great story for American 24-hour news media. Couldn't be a better story. Yeah. That's, That's just what we love. Uh, dude, thank you very much for getting up early and coming in here. I'm sorry an ice melted all over you. I, I appreciate you having the ice. Uh, it's not a joke. I told Roy Wood Jr. I was coming down here. You're the first name he he brought up. He says he loves doing your show. He's a great guy. I love that you guys have me on, and uh, I hope everybody comes and sees the show. we got five shows at Sidesplitters. We'd love it if you came. Yeah, and, and, and uh, you just because you brought it up, I know this is a, a conservative area, and you may not watch The Daily Show. You may have seen him, may have not liked The Daily Show. Don't let that stop you. He's a very funny comedian. You can go you YouTube, Michael Costa. Yeah. Uh, tonight, 8 and 10, 15. Tomorrow, 6, 8 and 10, 30. 9, 6, 0, 11, 97. I hope you have a great time. It's so interesting that you that you were in this area, and I didn't even know that. It's wild. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was doing stand-up for 16 years before I got The Daily Show. So it's like uh, sometimes people just hear Daily Show, and they're like, oh, no, he's going right, to yeah. make fun of guns. Uh-huh. Uh, I You know, but it's a comedy show. But, yeah, it's, it's nice to be back here in a different profession, and uh, I appreciate it very much. How right. often do you play tennis now? I pl- in New York, it's tough. It's New York, it's tough. It's, so I would say maybe once a month. But in L.A., I would play once a week. Do you play with friends and not let them know that I you're was going to say, in New York, you got to no. be a great tennis player. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what sucks about being good at tennis. It's like it's this cooperative sport. You need someone who's also <laughs> at your also level. Yeah. You can be great at golf. And I can suck at golf. We can at least go play golf. Right. You know, like, I'll, I'll just get wasted. But at tennis... Right, but I'm I, talking like somebody who's like, oh, I destroy you in tennis. You're right. like, okay, yeah. well, let's bet before we even get there. I, 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 I do a joke about that, how everybody thinks we should go play tennis. And then I'm like, well, do you play tennis? And they're like, yeah, I played in middle school. And it's like, well, why would I ever <laughs> right. want to do that? Right. It yeah, sounds medals. terrible. Yeah. I could, yeah, I mean, I, I always tell people I didn't make any money playing pro tennis, but I'm probably the best tennis player you've ever met. Uh. <laughs> I could play tennis. I could play tennis with most people I meet. You would destroy me, and I, I guarantee. Would, and I wouldn't even want to play with you. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. how much better I so am. So we used to. <laughs> I, no, I, trust uh-huh. me, I believe you because you're saying, "Oh, I was ranked yeah. 800 and something, whatever." Yeah. But still, yeah. that's uh, in the world. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, we we used to play. We would go whenever I was bartending. We would go and play volleyball sure. on the beach. Sure. And it was me and three of my friends, and we were all tall, and we play. We destroy everybody on there. Then they had a tournament coming to town. We're like, we should get into this tournament. And it's a huge tournament up in Destin, Florida. And two guys came and said, hey, we're here for the tournament. You guys want to play and stuff? And we're like, two on four? Are you kidding me? We're like, yeah, we'll play you. 
We did not return one, one serve. serve. Oh. It was unbelievable how much better they were. Oh. It's it's like your friend who's good at ping pong, <laughs> right? Frank Caliendo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Put them in a table tennis tournament. Right. Bye-bye. Yeah. It's like it's not. Yeah. They start holding it differently. Asian. They call it table tennis. <laughs> you know, it's like, they're, they're, yeah, it's kind of like Completely that. different thing. Yeah. Uh, can, I tell, can I leave you with one thing? And please let me preface this by saying, clearly, you can see by looking at me, I have no sense of fashion whatsoever. Sure. I hate that goddamn hat. Thank you. But very at the much. same time, <laughs> at the same time, I'm gonna tell you that I know that's a style, and everybody's wearing. It. I can never believe that that made a comeback. Well, let me t- like look. the flowery Hawaiian thing. It looks I, great on you, and it's not a knock on you. Okay. I just I don't know anything it's about. Okay. I don't know anything it's, about it's fashion. Okay. Let, let, let me let me tell you what happened with this. Hat. I love your Han Solo jacket. Thank you. you. Yeah, yeah. They don't really go together. I didn't think to. I didn't realize there was video cameras here. Okay, <laughs> I thought this was radio. Easy but supermodel. Weird. You look fine. Uh, I was packing to come down to Florida. Looked at all my hats. I went to a Miami Heat game. They uh-huh. gave me the hat. I go. That's kind of Florida. Better grab it. Boom. Now I'm in Tampa getting razzed by Mike about the hat. No. Really? no I, yeah, I, I'm saying like I, if like I see what my son wears sometimes yeah. some stuff that's coming back yeah. from like when I was a kid and I go how could this be popular again? Well, the other hat they had that they gave us was one that said like respect the culture uh-huh. and I liked that. And then I was talking to Roy and he was like, this is, this is like basically a black thing. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna wear this hat instead of the respect. Like I didn't realize culture right. was a black. You, you want to so, know something funny? I, so I just I got out. In the 90s, uh, I saw FUBU shirts. Yeah. They were making those bitches in 3X. Right. So I bought it. <laughs> I, and somebody was like, you know what that means? For us, by us. And I just assume us was fat guys. Us is for yeah. fat. <laughs> I go, I have one. My friend Orlando, he's black, but he's fat. Yeah. So he has one. So like us must be fat guys. Now I know how black people feel when they wear Lululemon. <laughs> <laughs> for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.